Hi, and welcome to Canoodle. This is Lucy, and this week the movie was my pick, and I think you're in for a treat because we watched Hitch, and hopefully you did too. And spoiler alert, for one of the first times ever, we all loved it. And that doesn't always happen on this podcast, as you know. But don't worry, even though we loved it, we still get into it. We still have a few heated convos and a lot of laughs in this episode. And you may or may not know that Liv, one of our co-hosts, is my wife, and her birthday was last week. So this was one of my gifts to her because she loves this movie. And it turned out to be a gift to all of us because it was such a treat to watch and even more fun to talk about. So if you liked it or didn't, listen to the episode and let us know. Let's dive right in. We did it. <laughs> oh my God, I'm sweating. That's just stressful. <laughs> I'm so stressed out. <laughs> Okay, take a, take, a, take a deep breath in. It's a rom-com podcast. That's all it is, ladies. <gasps> so stressful. Uh, Colleen, you, were, you, you thought we were meeting a, a whole of an hour and a half or two hours later. Uh, so, yeah, so I literally thought we were meeting two hours from now. And I, I was sitting on the floor of my living room doing my nails, literally about to put black nail polish on my nails <laughs> when I happened to look down at my phone and saw like the 16 texts of like, where are you? We're on the phone. Where are you? <laughs> I was like, what? Oh, God. Well, I have to admit, we've, we've turned this into a bit of a secret podcast recording because we were supposed to record two days ago, but I was taking Liv on a right. secret birthday trip. So there was a bunch of behind the scenes finagling and I think all of our wires got crossed. Yes. <laughs> I know. And I realized how much how much I always relied on Colleen to just run the show and I was just cruising and I'm, <laughs> where is the link? What is this? Oh no. Oh no. It's a new week for everybody, you guys. It's a new week for everybody. We, yes. we got it, but we're here. Like, what's happening with the moon? Is there must be something in retrograde? I don't know what's happening. For sure. There is always Probably something in retrograde is the real answer. There is always something in retrograde, no matter where you 100%. are. <laughs> 100%. Well, we're here now, you guys. We're canoodling. Thank we're canoodling. God, thank God. <laughs> it's about and we're time. all in different places. Well, not all of us. We're in three different places now. Yeah, yeah. We're even more, more, uh, just like scattered around the country, which is exciting. Yeah, indeed. We're by coastal and lakeside. I'm, I'm in, I'm in, like, yeah, I'm in northern Michigan, and it is beyond beautiful here. <laughs> I walk outside of the house and down the street, and I'm on the lake. Beautiful, amazing, like, unbelievable. Sounds it's really heavenly. Amazing. And the colors, it just it looks like an ocean. Mm-hmm. Like, How is this even possible? Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. What lake is that? <laughs> oh, don't ask me. It's one of the lakes. <laughs> we'll just dub over the, the answer ones? later. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's not. No, Dad, I know it's not one of the great. It's not lakes. a great. No, I would have oh, said that it was. It's, it's, it's not. It's not it's a, a bay. It's, it's not a, a great it's lake. It's a fine lake. It's an okay lake. It's okay lake. No, it's actually amazing lake. It's an amazing lake, not a great lake. Well, we're so happy for you. It looks very woody, woodsy, wherever you are, even oh, in your God, background. Yeah. It looks amazing. Unbelievable. Literally, like, behind is trees yeah. and green and, oh, Beautiful. I'm in my happy place. That's for so sure. good. It's amazing. So happy yeah. for you. So, so happy for you. Loving my nature quest, mm-hmm. for totally. sure. Yeah. 
Definitely. Wow, it sounds, it looks great. So we're now bi-coastal and in the middle of the country. So we're really expanding <laughs> and casting the net much wider even and, and casting more of it. That's awesome. Colleen, how are you doing? All, all alone in Brooklyn? Good. I know. It's really, you know what? It's really weird because I feel like I'm finally experiencing like the pandemic isolation. <sighs> oh. Yeah. Right? Because. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's the first time that I've really been alone alone, like for, mm. for more than like a day or two. And like, you know, at first I didn't even notice it. And then suddenly I was like, it's weird. <laughs> like it's like, where are all the people? <laughs> totally. Right. Come of back course. and make your weird noises. <laughs> know, what's going on? Like I, I fully 100% was positive there was a rat in the apartment. <laughs> oh my God. The other day. <laughs> uh, like a hundred, you know how I guess. Yes. I was like a hundred percent sure. And then, of course, within 32 seconds, I was like, it's just light flat against the shade. Right. Like the shade was moving. The window was open. But like for some, but that's where my, my mind immediately went. I've never, ever, knock on wood, I've never seen a rat inside anywhere mm-hmm. in real life. Oh, yeah. But I immediately was like, it's a rat. It's, I'm sure of it. Yeah. I'm sure of it. Yeah. You know, it's either that or it's, or somebody parkour onto my deck and there's coming, parkour. coming. Oh in. my God. Parkour. <laughs> Colleen's greatest fear, someone parkouring on My greatest fear. Uh, we have this beautiful outdoor space, oh. and I'm like, so what if somebody can parkour up the roof and down the dark? Oh, Colleen, I love <laughs> it. Oh, no. circus totally acts. Rational. I feel so guilty. I feel so Criminal guilty. circus acts. You should. Why don't you leave me alone in this done. place? How dare you? How dare you? I know. How dare you, Barbara? Oh, oh my God. Well, you have no rest. But thank God we got to watch a beautiful, beautiful movies to, to watch. I know, right? Oh, I know. God. <laughs> thank God. So true. So, so um, true. is there a squirrel update? Still just harassing me by staring me in the eyes while he eats my plan. Well, I have a little update <laughs> that, I, that I found this morning and I didn't even get the chance oh, to, to tell you. I what? found a piece of bread on our couch and 100% it's him having stolen it from somewhere someone's feeding him i knew and it. then like just parking himself rats. on our mm. on our patio no and just going. like no rats no i think it was a square score <laughs> and he just like nonchalantly took it took it you know to our patio and just and just started eating it and then just left it there rude he's so rude he doesn't even clean up after himself no, he probably was gonna maybe come back for it oh maybe, maybe he did he see you barbara gift. you're always like you're no, always you so guys. sweet barbara you have a beautiful yeah, well, soul yeah well Liv's not eating gluten I'm, so it's rude on two <laughs> levels Oh, no. Okay. It's thoughtless. It's Slap in thoughtless. the face. Every, right. Everyone, okay. everyone oh, knows that Liv is gluten-free. <laughs> Especially everyone. the squirrel that everyone lives knows. with us. Really not. No, he's he's very disruptive. But he, I do have a soft spot for him. And Lucy doesn't agree. But he is a little sweetie. I mean, he I love him from sweet. a distance. It's unfortunately, I don't get to experience him at a distance very often. No. It's all good. Aww. But what we did the, the last two days, and that's why we had to you know secretly move our podcast is that it was my birthday and lucy gave happy me birthday to me. happy birthday to me um and lucy <laughs> was so generous in gifting me one night in catalina island which is uh this beautiful beautiful island just one hour off the coast of uh, la long beach uh with a ferry and it you guys
guys, it was the best experience. We were there for one night and it was so calm and restoring. We really felt like we were there for a whole week. It looked like, and it felt like being in a Greek island. Like that's really how, what it looks like. So when oh, you guys come, wow. we have to like find maybe a time to like go there. So Catalina yes. is uh, checked off the checklist and will not be the last time we go there because we loved it. Well, it's off of your list, but it's on mine. That's correct. Oh, we're just going to set that right on your little book, book list the, over there. Book the ferry for <laughs> December 29th right. or 20 or 30th. For sure. We'll have do a, that. We no, have the a beach date. club. Yeah. Yeah. It's really worth it. For sure. Good. Make some Love connections, it. ladies. <laughs> well, well, we're on it. Just we're on it. We so have two and a half months for that. Set. We're on it. Yeah. Get on it. <laughs> I love it, love it, love it. Indeed. Well, welcome to Canoodle. Welcome, hey, welcome. Welcome to Canoodle. Hi. Welcome to Canoodle. Hi. I'm Liv. I'm still Lucy. I'm Barbara. And I'm Colleen. <laughs> welcome, welcome, you guys. And this is Canoodle. Sure is. Canoodle. Yes, and today we are canoodling over a movie that Liv loves. So I gifted this to her for her birthday, the gift of watching Hitch. Woohoo! And mm. I'm going to tell you what Hitch is about, and then we're going to go around and give our first impression. So, the dating profile of Hitch is um, courtesy of Google. Thank you, Google. Dating coach Alex Hitch Hitchens, played by Will Smith, mentors a bumbling client, which is a, a kind way of saying it, Albert, played by Kevin James, who hopes to win the heart of the glamorous Allegra Cole, played by Amber Valletta. While Albert makes progress, Hitch faces his own romantic setbacks when proven techniques fail to work on Sarah Milas, played by Ava Mendez, a tabloid reporter digging for dirt on Allegra Cole's love life. <gasps> when Sarah discovers Hitch's connection to Albert, now Allegra's boyfriend, it threatens to destroy both relationships. This movie was released <laughs> in 2005, directed by Andy Tennant. Written by Kevin Bish and produced by Will Smith, as well as James Lasseter and Teddy Z. So what did we think? Had we seen it before? Did we love it? Did we like it? Did we hate it? Let me know. Well, I have oh seen it God. before. And I love, love, love it. <laughs> I belly laughed so much. And it's definitely high up on my laughing, of my laughing rom-com. Top laughing rom-coms, definitely. Top laughing rom-coms. Yeah. I just invented <laughs> that laughing. category. <laughs> We're adding it to our list. I have to say, I was really, I was worried that I was going to hate it because I had seen it before and too. remembered loving it, but was like, oh, it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good. And Kevin James isn't going to be good. And then I laughed my flipping butt <laughs> That's off right. the entire time. Yeah. And I fell in love with Kevin James. Yes, mm -hmm. same. I saw parts of it. Actually, I only saw the beginning and I... It, or or maybe I just didn't remember the ending, but I, oh my God, I loved it so much. It was such a treat. It was amazing. Yeah, definitely. Great choice. Yeah, oh. good. I think I saw it when it came out. So I must have seen it about 15 years ago mm -hmm. once. And I knew that I loved it then. And I hoped I would love it again. And I did love it. Although I did feel like the physical comedy was a touch too much yeah people getting thrown around the room things constantly getting knocked off the counter you know that's not my thing from movie number one i don't like things getting knocked <laughs> yeah. off the counter i don't like things getting spilled uh but still Makes like anxious and it does still a 9.9 .9 for me still loved it but i did just notice maybe younger me was more open to these things and this mature 
I was gonna say homeowner, but home renter here just gets nervous and things get knocked off the counter. Yes, fair enough, fair enough. Okay. Oh. The Benadryl scene must have just driven Stop. you so crazy. I was like, you're not supposed to drink it with a straw. That's too much. Stop. <laughs> Honey, it's too much. Yeah. Honey, it's too much. Yeah, you're gonna get sicker. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> a lot well good this is a nice um foundation to start off on a lot of love for the movie so let's jump right in so in our first part of the movie we meet everybody and we meet hitch played by will smith and we see him coaching men all over our dear city our new york city and they like they give new york city like the most beautiful role in this movie always glitzy it's always great and they always hit the hot spots like every place they showed we're like oh my god so new york city <laughs> will smith teaching men how to date and we see that he is the date doctor he's helping men date we also meet sarah played by ava mendez who is a workaholic gossip columnist she's single she's like married to the job doesn't have time to date focused on her work um and we know eventually the two are going to meet but they don't meet yet even though in real life they had met because Ava Mendez actually was in Will Smith's Miami video. She was the one um, lip syncing Bienvenido a Miami. But she oh. told him that when they were on set and he didn't remember her. Oh my God, that's <laughs> oh, no. so funny. Oh, yeah. no idea. <laughs> yeah, so oh, we hope that later when they meet in the movie that it goes better than that. Um, <laughs> that's funny. But we, that's he awesome. was probably like, ah, sorry. <laughs> like, so charming, like... Yes. Gave her a big smile. Um, but we learned that Hitch is playing the short game when it comes to his relationships. He's giving women a few dates. He's having some fun with them, but he is not interested in getting in a long-term relationship, even though that's what he's coaching other people to do. Because we get a little flashback to a nerdy, clumsy Hitch in college. Probably wasn't Hitch then. Mm. He's probably Alexander Hitchens. Um, a bit of a late bloomer, and we find out that he has heartbroken by Cressida Baylor, and ever since then, he's sort of sworn off love. And that's where we meet our two main characters. I thought it was very sweet. I, th I, I always love a great setup where you see somebody at the top of their game and like moving the chess pieces. And I felt like that whole thing with Hitch, where they sort of split the guys up and you saw them, him kind of moving all the pieces together. Mm -hmm. It reminds me a lot of the opening of The Wedding Planner. Mm -hmm. Yes. When you see J-Lo kind of just like making everything happen yeah like just in time like things coming out loved it yes we actually almost got another j-lo rom-com because j-lo uh turned down the role of sarah originally. no way i know we love oh, a j-lo wow. rom-com on this pod but well wow. we came close <laughs> that's so funny um i loved it because on the one hand i think it's a great setup and i love a montage i love it i love an opening montage to give us an overview of things and right away i honestly i had you know i always kind of liked will smith and i loved him for whoever he is and for the persona that he is and the you know and but but the most vivid memory that i actually have of him is the prince of bel-air which is like yeah it was super funny mm. but i don't i i, I don't know i it, it, I didn't have any other memories. And so what I, what I was reminded of was just the actual aura that this guy has and like the, the, the total charisma that he really can come across 
cross with and this like way because he's very much in charge so i thought that he's just also the best casting decision for this role because he is this very charismatic man that has actually kind of a sweet spot right for like for romance and for emotions and we really can see how his heartbreak actually led him to just better lives and better men's life and and kind of maybe tackle a a a topic that we don't really you know really tackle all that much which is the the issue that men some some men have in actually finding love and approaching women that are way out of their league and so I thought that his character was introduced so well and and he is just the perfect I think he's the perfect person to actually impersonate that so I just loved it because I got I got really much of a foundational and grounding feeling about it Mm -hmm. yeah I agree I think he is he's such a great actor honestly I thought everyone in the movie was was really amazing as a general Mm. statement I I loved everybody in this movie but um yeah he is definitely yeah, he's, he just has this ease about him and like he's that cool dude. But at the same time, he's also really like really sexy and really powerful. And yeah, it's it's so funny because I feel often things that break our hearts the most or our most like the things that we're struggling with the most, we turn around and then that becomes our super strength. Um, and I thought it was just like, yeah, actually, you know what? That's exactly how it works. <laughs> um, so yeah, seeing him getting heartbroken by... By, by that lady um, and then him turning it around to be on the other side of the game. I thought that was that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I loved seeing like all the tricks he had with the different guys. I forgot that that's what I loved so much about this movie was I love seeing like how clever he was and like how everything was a setup mm-hmm. by him. I thought that was so fascinating. And I love that we started right out with that. Yeah. I love the scene about the the dog. That that guy with the dog that that kind of like faked oh, yeah. faked the savior of the dog. Uh, do you feel like you would have fall, fallen in love with him, I Colleen? Like, if Delilah was saved that way, well, maybe. But if I ever found out, right, yeah. I'd be like, you almost put my dog in traffic. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> even though the dog never got put into traffic. But yeah. I know, I know. So I, true. Yeah. So true. Yes. Well, we move on and we meet. Um, Pitch's next client, one that we will learn to love, Mr. Albert Brenneman, played by the one and only Kevin James, who I personally think is just hilarious, Paul Blart, mall cop. Um, And he needs (laughs) a lot of help. He's just, you know, the guy that that Hitch needs to be around. He, like, can't handle his own two feet, let alone any other of his body parts or anything around him. Um, And he has eyes for the heiress Allegra Cole played by Amber Valletta his company manages her finances uh he's like a junior within the company um and he has heart eyes for her totally and so um he's totally you know a mess and Hitch agrees to work with him because he sees a nice blank slate for him to be able to do his work upon And so Allegra is scheduled to come into the office and Hitch and Albert take this as the opportunity for him to make his mark. And like Hitch says, to shock and awe. And he certainly does. He takes it a step too far when he comes to Allegra's rescue in the boardroom and does catch her eye. But he just keeps going and he accidentally quits his job Um, (laughs) in the heat of the moment. Um, But it all turns around because he, you know, falls, stumbles 
cartwheels back to his office where Hitch is, but then Allegra comes after him and is really grateful to him for for being on her side and standing up for her in, in this boardroom and shocking and awing her. And she asks to get together um, to spend some one-on-one time and discuss what to do next with her finances. Um, and he just barely keeps it together with the help of Hitch, but does manage to get the words out. <laughs> Give her, give her his phone number or take her phone number so that they can get together. Um, so we know that something is coming there and we see Hitch's work at play. And then we also in the next scene get to see Hitch's work at play for himself when he is in a bar in New York City and he sees his latest target which is Sarah played by Eva Mendez. And I love the setup which is Hitch looking over at her and deciding how he's going to go you know, hit on her and some just horrible guy gets to her first and is being like the absolute worst antithesis of, uh, you know, what Hitch is. And she's so quick and so smart and just turns him right down and Hitch swoops in and their banter is next level because they're both so good. They're both so smart. Neither of them is like, uh, you know, there's no damsel in distress here. It's just like, quick, great banter. And he's good. Liv turned to me. She goes, he's good. And I go, look at my notes. It says he's good with like 10 O's. (laughs) I agree. He is good. So good. (laughs) Um, So good that uh, he actually leaves. He doesn't, he doesn't give her what she wants. He leaves her wanting more. And when her friend comes, she wants more and she looks after him. So that's, that's where we meet the two of them. And that's where we meet Albert and Allegra. What do you think of these meetings? Oh, world class. Although I have to say, for me, the initial scene with Albert, it, these things make me cringe. <laughs> to see somebody so clumsy, I was like, <laughs> yeah. just, just breathe. It's okay. It's, but, oh, I can't take it. It makes me, <laughs> it makes me physical. Totally. Like I have a physical, <laughs> visceral reaction to these type of shenanigans. Like I I don't appreciate them at all. <laughs> I'm with you. Oh, God. That was a lot. That was a lot. But, oh, my God. The ink, like, everything else is so, so, so great. Um, and especially, yes, I'm a total fan of that banter between between Hitch and um, Sarah. Of course, I forget her name. Sarah. Um, that was amazing. I was like, more i more, know more that was so incredible that was really amazing and we I see and i love they're they're, they're equals oh, they're totally equals and mm-hmm. i love that that's mm-hmm. so amazing yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I was saying I love that he had that moment of like he had a plan to go over with that drink and then had to completely be like, oh, that's the wrong plan because someone else came over and did the same dumb thing but with the wrong drink. <laughs> and then in the end was able to still be like and here's the drink, you know. Mm. So that that was a great little mm. little wrap up. Yes. And uh, I agree. I, I the whole like he, he was a me- Albert was a mess, but I I did love where you saw him like gain momentum, and you could really see him like g- going with it. And you're like, oh no, he's going off the rails. He's <laughs> he's going rogue. Yeah. He's going off book. Exactly. You know. <laughs> but this is the real him. You know. Yeah. It's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> Totally. I, I completely agree. I think this is one of my favorite piece, like parts of the movie. <clears throat> Again, like it's just be, it's so rich and endearing. I totally hear the 
over the topness of of Albert being so clumsy. And to be fair, he reminds me very much of my dad. My dad is like that. <laughs> like he's not my dad is very much he's an incredibly strong, confident man, but he's so clumsy. My dad is the guy that sits down on a chair because he's too nervous and breaks the chair <laughs> or opens the door too hard and and the and the handle of the the door handle is in his hand. Like that's my dad. So I find myself really kind of in between of like yeah it's just like it happened there there are people out there (laughs) but it's just so sweet um so that's like just a side a side note but I also I what I love about the back and forth between them is just like we saw how confident and and masculine and strong hitches in the beginning but that he has this human side very emotional side I think we see that now for the first time maybe in Sarah because we see her being so strong and so confident and yet she has still this a little bit vulnerability when he leaves of going like like her facial expression is like but, but I, I want this. Like, like there is like, there, exactly. And I really love that about both of them, about both characters, that you really can feel that they are equals, both on a strength and confidence level, but also on a very much like open human level. Um, so I, I really mm. love that part. On another personal note, I, you know, New York City, just like the, you know, the meat packing district, old pasties, and just like those prime, mm. prime years of just like, and I, in the past years, I didn't even go to bars all that much. And it made me, especially during this time, it made me just want to go to a bar and have a drink. Like, we can't do this right now. It just made me, it made me like really happy to just see New York at its prime time nightlife. Um, there is something about that that will just never be compared. And so, uh, you know, the city always presents itself from the best side of course too true too true yes the city is so near and dear to all of us some of us being current residents or previous residents uh but the next part of this film picks up on barbara's old block on a block where we used to sit out on her fire escape and drink rosé it's like I saw that. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I Dancing in the rain. Brought back exactly. Yeah. So we're back. Times. We're back in New York. We're on the Upper West Side. We're on Barbara's old block, as everyone knows when they watch this movie. <laughs> and in a short scene that will be important later in the movie, we see um, Hitch's integrity in his work when he meets with this potential new client named Vance. Um, who we find out only wants to hire Hitch basically to get laid. He doesn't even want to date, let alone fall in love. And it's a hard no for Hitch. Even though Vance pulls out his checkbook mm-hmm. and wants to offer him big bucks, he's like, this is not why I do it. No interest in working with you. And leaves. And we realize that the target, the person he wants to sleep with, is actually Sarah's best friend. So things are starting to get a little bit tangled. We're seeing where this web might weave. Um but Hitch says no when he leaves, um, not knowing anything about Sarah or their friend yet uh, in terms of Vance. Um, then we're brought to Sarah's office and we see Hitch's magic being worked on her and just how like deep he's going um, in this work. So she gets a package and it's a walkie-talkie. And on the other end is Hitch. And they have a conversation that the whole office can hear him asking her out and her not being available on certain days and making up dates that she has so she can be a little bit unavailable. And they settle on on a Sunday date. And then the, the messenger gives her the Sunday package, meaning that 
Hitch had different plans and different gifts lined up for whatever day she was going to choose because he's just the date doctor and he's doctoring this date. And she opens up the package for her Sunday 7 a.m. date and it's a wetsuit. So naturally, they meet on the Hudson River and they go jet skiing, as you do on Sunday at 7 a.m. I know we always did Sundays at 7. Yeah, was that like was our Sunday jet skiing totally. time. Um, not that I would ever put my body anywhere near that water, but, you know, no movie way. magic, I guess, <laughs> I doesn't count or something. Um, so we've seen Hitch's work be so flawless and so smooth for his clients, but it's anything but for him so his jet ski dies he has to get on her jet ski and he kicks her in the face (laughs) knocking her into the water like everything is going wrong he is just not smooth but they end up at their destination which is ellis island um and he has it set up to have a full private tour with the um, book open to her great-great-grandfather's signature. And she starts crying. And Hitch really thought he brought it back around until he finds out she's, like, sobbing, crying because her great-great-grandfather was, like, a notorious murderer and a stain on the family name. Um, and for the date doctor, this is a date disaster. And everything's going wrong. But somehow, she's still charmed. <laughs> Oh my god! Okay, that wetsuit oh god. is my worst. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I know it's so. Funny. If I had to, if I pulled that out of a box, I'd be like, "This is over. <laughs> call the police." I called the police. <laughs> and tried to see me in a wetsuit. Arrest him. I'm calling the cops. Oh, <laughs> I know it's so funny. It's great. But you know what? I I also had reactions to that wetsuit because it's like it was so sexist. First of all, it was intended for a baby. It was so small. <laughs> the wetsuits are supposed to be small, but come on, it was tiny. And like she's in that tiny little wetsuit, and he has like a full on wetsuit. It's the Hudson yeah, River. That water's it cold, burns, by the way. It, the water is cold, but it also burns off your skin. Are you kidding me? Like that's toxic. Full like, of corpses. No, no. <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> But But I did, even though I was mad at him for the wetsuit because I was like, oh God, like the idea of somebody taking me on an adventure date is again, like that's my worst possible nightmare. I mean, like I would have loved my limit is maybe a walk in the park is my limit. And even that's a little (laughs) scary because who knows? It's adventurous enough, but um, but I did really love the whole thing with the, the, the hello bike messengers, by the way, where are they now? That's a, those are gone. Um, and, uh, the idea that he had the walkie talkie and the different, um, boxes and all that stuff was such a great great thing i loved it yeah it was so great i think it was also kind of whenever you know to be a little bit on the cynical side here this is the this is some of this those scenes that just ruin girls and women because this will never happen in your in real life and you see this movie and the bar gets so high for guys to actually get to that it's kind of like you watch it and it's beautiful but it's very likely that this will never happen to you, even though this is like the, the greatest just like joy if this could ever happen. If a guy would actually be that, you know, just just inventive uh, or, or any person, really. First of all, are you kidding me? In my, all my years dating, I, it was it's enough when a guy is like, do you want to go on a date with me? Let's go to Gabriella's for dinner. <laughs> like they actually plan the date, meaning they have a restaurant in yes. mind yeah. versus like, what do you want to do? I know. Is there a place you like? 
Like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> just take charge. I, I got to curl my eyelashes for this? <laughs> Jesus. No, it's so true. And it's like, you know, and one thing that I, I, I failed to mention because oh. I did want to mention it. Um, I think that part of the reason why I think that this is so great, also kind of instructional to one end, is because Hitch's biggest coaching piece is listen. Just listen to her. Right. And, and, and it's true that she, he just, you know, and he had everything prepared, but he also kind of could listen for who she was. And so he was prepared for her to play difficult and all of that kind of like Mm -hmm. having that, you know, perception of like, just listen to her, like be a human being and just listen. So, um, I think, you know, I think that all that is just, um, yeah, it's just, it's great. And, and I'm sure that, you know, there are people, guys, let's say guys, I think that there are women out there definitely that could do something like that, but guys, maybe like 1% of the, of the male population could do something like that. But let's face it, this is like, this is the dismay of, of the rom-com, of the rom-com genre. <laughs> which, which is why we love it so exactly. much. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's fantastic. It's absolutely beautiful. Mm. Yes. And then we're back to our block, me and Liv's block, our last place we lived, Rice to Riches, right around the corner, literally from where we last lived in New York City in yes. Nolita. Uh, we were there briefly, just enough time to see uh, Sarah meet up with her best friend Casey and say that she wants to see Hitch again. So even though it's been a disastrous first date, there's something about him and she just wants to see him again. So Hitch in the meantime um, is with Albert again and he has Albert call Allegra to meet up that night. So Hitch has a whole night planned at an event um, and he's got to get Albert ready because Albert is a mess he's just a mess <laughs> on the phone like this is where i i'm like oh, barbara God. on the phone like he can't stand oh, still he's spilling marble he's knocking over flower vases <laughs> and i get it like i do this a little bit if i'm on the phone i move positions live like she puts in miles when she's on the phone she's yeah. walking around but she, and then she like goes and stands as close as she can to the window i don't know why like presses her face into the window <laughs> i understand that when you're on the phone you do weird things you walk around but you know he's taking it to another level but Hitch coaches him through the date, um, and we see them flash back and forth between the coaching and the actual date. So you get to see which parts uh, Hitch has worked on with Albert. And Albert knows that his only goal is to impress the BFF Maggie, who turns out to be a man. And he does. He does a great job. And in my favorite part of the movie, favorite scene, um, we see Kevin James show, or we see... Um, Albert show Hitch his dance moves because he's like, no, no, no. The only place I don't need coaching is my dancing. So we see him dance and he does some moves. I love them. I'm extremely into them. Hitch is extremely not into them. And Kevin James actually made up all those dance moves for that scene. And if you've seen Kevin James in anything, you've probably seen these moves before. They're incredibly signature. They're like, I totally associate them with him. Um, We'll definitely put these moves on Instagram because they're just like the best part of the movie visually. Um, But then we also, in the flash forward to the date, we see her dance. And she's also a freaky weird dancer. So we start to see like maybe this heiress is more of an Albert than we thought. Um, and at the end of the night, everything has gone so well that Allegra actually invites him to a Knicks game. So she asks for the next date and he's in, he's in, he's in whatever's working between the date doctor's magic and Albert's own magic. It's working for Allegra. 
and um, he knows he's got to take it to the next step, which means the kiss. And we see the scene where Hitch teaches Albert to kiss, asking that Albert go 90 and let Allegra go that last 10%. Um, And, you know, Albert actually kisses Hitch in this scene in his preparation (laughs) to kiss Allegra. You know, just got to get all the practice he can. And um, then we see that their date out, since Allegra is um, a high society woman herself, has made the New York Post. And uh, Albert's dance moves have made the New York Post as well. And this is where we see that Sarah's latest subject in terms of her gossip column is actually Allegra. And she's dying to know who Allegra is dating. So she sees Albert and she's a little confused and she needs to learn more and she needs to know why she wasn't the first to know. She was upset she didn't get the scoop about Allegra herself. So she learns that Hitch is the one who bought the tickets for the two of them to the um, to the event. And so we're also seeing this web getting even more tangled and Sarah has got to know how and why he is involved. So she calls him to meet up again and they end up at a food rave, which I don't know, perhaps we can get into that because is that a thing? And that didn't really look like a rave, quite tame. <laughs> Anyways, a food rave with Sarah's boss so they can learn more about this new couple. Not Sarah and Hitch, but actually Allegra and Albert. Um, Hitch, unfortunately, has a massive allergic reaction to some fish, and his entire face blows up like a balloon. But Sarah is there to take care of him, to take him to get Benadryl, and let him sleep over. And they have a sweet conversation at night as they're going to sleep, and Sarah has even more hearts in her eyes than before. And they wake up the morning after. She thinks he's gone, but he's actually just gone out to get four different morning beverages to see which ones she would like the most. And then at the end of the scene, she goes 90 and he goes 10 and they kiss. So have anyone been to a food rave? <laughs> no. <laughs> no one. I never even heard of that. <laughs> I, think th- I think they were trying to make that a thing. It's like, hey, stop trying to make food raves a thing. I'm not a thing. Well, what, like, but why let's, let's do something cool in Brooklyn. It's got to be called <laughs> a food rave. Food rave. <laughs> I know yeah. it really didn't it really did not uh look like a rave it looked like a cool idea like you go there with a chef and you you know you prepare some food great i don't know why that should be a rave like it's just a cool food concept i guess um maybe so you can rave about the food oh, oh maybe. <laughs> there you go there you go just just saying just saying um to go back to the dance moves this just shows how i have personally grown <laughs> As a person, because I think <laughs> 10 years ago, I would have, I wouldn't have judged him as much as I would have just laughed at him and going like, oh my God, that's so funny. Whereas now I'm like, I want to be him. Like he's so confident <laughs> in those moves. I want that. I want that level of confidence. Q-tip. Q-tip. I'm like, I want to do a Q-tip and feel so confident about it. Listen, he's my oh new my hero. God. Like seriously. And that's like, that, that really shows me how much I've grown that I actually want to be someone that dances like that as opposed to just laughing at him it was great it was fantastic and i and i genuinely think also just the 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 seeing 
Allegra opening up a little bit in the way that you know recognizing the awkwardness of him in her like just kind of you you notice that you're a little bit attracted to that right that she's a little bit attracted mm-hmm. to that that it's not just him but you know that he stood up with for her but she sees something that goes beyond her looks which obviously she looks like a model and and acts you know she's so mm-hmm. rich and all that but she is this human being that sees the other humanity in him and I love I love that piece I really do yeah when they sit on like during the Knicks game when he teaches her how to whistle oh god that's so so endearing it's really really cute yes yeah we'll get into yeah that. that's adorable it's funny that the um the dancing reminded me so much of when I was in college we used to have this thing uh it was like a it was a charity dance marathon so it was like 48 hours and you had to like you couldn't sit down the whole time and what they would do to keep us awake is they would teach us this dance like and every year it was a different dance and they had they had to name all of the moves so it would be like mow the lawn <laughs> wave to your neighbor yes. so it was very much like <laughs> very pre Kevin James situation but it was just made me it really made me laugh and I was like I wonder if I could remember all of these moves because you probably I could just remember could. the story of like the lawnmower and the, the neighbor and all that stuff I love it <laughs> filling filling up the yes yeah. I think we should just treat all of our 135 followers to our dance moves on the story this week I think we should each just uh, give it our best uh, shot all right, we're doing it we're doing it don't doing cut it. that out because I don't want to do it I'm doing the q-tip <laughs> The Benadryl um, was a lot like just like just seeing him swallow up that much and and freak out so much that he has to like I actually think that that bordered on on actual dangerous to your health to get that much Benadryl or am I wrong like that just looks very dangerous (laughs) definitely an overdose of sorts I know I just love this like where did he get the straw like I don't even know she called it his juice box oh my god it's enough of your juice box (laughs) yeah but um, also, okay, her apartment. It was just what oh, say. So yet again, what? 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 Unbelievable. She's a writer. Unbelievable. I know. She's a writer. SJP situation. How does this writer have this apartment? <laughs> I know. A carry, a carry situation. Yikes. I know. It's so great. Well, it reminds me because she lives in the heart of Soho, right? She. I. I know. I. I mm. haven't really recognized which street she's on, but mm-hmm. she could be on Mercer or Green between like Prince and Springs, something like that, right? Amazing, amazing location. But I actually had a very short time gig years ago, like seven or eight years ago on Mercer between Prince and Spring that was on the third floor of a building just like that. And it was, this apartment was probably, I'm, I'm not, I'm not joking. It was probably three to 4,000 square feet. Like that's how big it was. And, and this woman who was, he, she, she has, a, she owns a media watch company. So she kind of is a watchdog for media and she was running it out of that apartment because her living room was like triple the size of our apartment here. Like it, it was such a huge place. So it just reminded me of that because I think that it's another one of those situations that legacy apartments like that just have never been altered. Uh, and so in the heart of these old neighborhoods, you actually might come across them, but 
you know, they're impossible to find because they're just passed down generation to generation or something. But it just makes me yeah, want or to pay no, yeah, for. Like, and, and to it's, pay for. Even if you <laughs> yeah. found one, how would you pay I, you for know, it? Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. They, so it's not like they don't it's exist. Right. All, there's rich people no, everywhere. Yes, yes. There's, there's lots of things that exist, but it's like. I know. Well, but that's what I mean. And, and we don't really get enough backstory right. for her to know whether right. or not she has some wealthy family exactly. stuff that, that can totally. get there. But it just kind of cracked me up. I was, and then totally. like, because his apartment was gorgeous too, but it was, it reminded me more like a New York, it was big, but it reminded me like, it looked sort of like a new construction. Right, yeah. Ritzy, yeah. Like doorman. Rich guy yeah. apartment. Mm-hmm. So great. Yeah. Well. We're at the Knicks game. Yes. Allegra and Albert are courtside. My favorite place to be, but I prefer the Nets. And they're so cute together. <laughs> they're both a little messy. They're both spilling their mustard. They're both like spitting <laughs> on each other as they're trying to <laughs> whistle. And there you start to we start to really see, oh, they're such a sweet pair. They're such a great pair. Um and the date's going super well for both of them, and they leave the game, and the moment of truth arrives, the time to kiss. And just like Hitch has predicted, if she wants to kiss, she's going to fumble with her keys instead of just going in her apartment. And sure enough, she fumbles with her keys, and Albert can't do it. He, he reverts back to his old ways, and he starts to walk away from her, and then... He's like struck by a moment and he throws his inhaler to the side and he runs back and he kisses her. Yes. And he doesn't, you know, he does it in his own way and they get their kiss. And (laughs) on the meantime, while this is happening, Casey, the best friend of Sarah, actually ends up going on a date with Vance, the guy that Hitch would not work with because of his ill intentions. And we learn that he did exactly what he said he would. He slept with her. And then as she said, I've never seen anyone get dressed so quickly and just left her. Um, And so Sarah learns then that Vance worked with someone called the date doctor. And so she starts to think that whoever this date doctor is is going around and telling men in New York City to just sleep with women and leave them. And she is determined to find out who this guy is, this mystery date doctor that screwed over her best friend. Um, so Sarah tracks down Vance and she gets the date doctor's card, which of course is super mysterious, doesn't have his name, just a phone number. Little does she know she's holding the card of her own love interest, but she thinks it's someone that she hates. So we know, but she doesn't know yet. So Sarah sets up a trap at the Central Park Zoo to find out who this date doctor is. She set up a fake meeting between her coworker and the date doctor and she finds out that it's her hitch. And she's so upset, she runs away. Um, and when Hitch invites her over for dinner at his place, she says yes, because she's ready to confront him. And she pretty much loses it. She gets to dinner, <laughs> and another scene that was hard for me to watch, uh, starts throwing food, throwing a bit of a fit. Um, and she's really upset. She really thinks that she has completely... Uh, She's complete. Well, what she has done is she's misunderstood what he does completely. But she thinks that um, she'd been duped, that she'd been tricked by him and that he was actually this horrible guy. So she goes ahead and publishes a story about him saying that he's this guy that just helps men get laid and women beware. This awful guy is on the loose, even though we know that's not our hitch. This is a hard part in the movie. We want to say no. No, no, just ask misunderstood. Yeah. 
yeah oh yeah this is like another part in which i'm just like just this is such a movie like just ask the question just ask questions like this is what this is probably my pet peeve uh, you know what barbara thinks like about about like being over the top clumsy this is my pet peeve just ask the freaking questions don't just go in <laughs> just ask the question she doesn't she doesn't she doesn't at all um but even backtracking to the next game Again, I just think, you know, Barbara said in the beginning that everybody was such a great actor. I agree because everybody is just this mix of vulnerability and just completely themselves. And and Albert and Allegra are just so themselves that it's just it's so believable. And it's just it's just an amazing scene. Um, So I love that scene. And uh, and I got I was really, really cringing at at the food scene just because just ask a question like you can just ask him you don't have to just barge in like that but anyway so definitely a little bit of a oh yeah that's that's the whole thing it's like there there would never be a movie because everything everything would be solved by just being like are you are you a right? date doctor like, what's that about <laughs> like oh let me explain right. it to you. okay oh okay that sounds that sounds fine <laughs> i think i would like the that end. movie though it would make me feel okay end. roll credits i know i know i know i know <laughs> <laughs> comical misunderstandings i you know what i love that i love the uh the 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 scene where what's his name uh albert kisses finally goes to kiss allegra and it's like the 90 10 but he only goes like 75 <laughs> and he just stops and his eyes closed that she has to go all the way yeah. but she does. she does she's like Aww. i really think he's so cute so and he cute. just she just really likes him that was so sweet so sweet and she he really does because he doesn't make it easy for her like oh no not going in and then like his little fish mouth mm. i know <laughs> the, like, the worst kind like, of oh kiss that lucy oh no. lucy's always like i try to i try to like make fun of it sometimes and just go in with a really big fish mouth and lucy's like oh, i no. will never ever oh, no. ever kiss you like that don't pucker <laughs> your lips like no, that no. at me lady no. i know but he's so sweet <laughs> but here is the thing that i don't i'm not attracted like kevin james doesn't do it for me like he's not someone that i would think he's attractive or anyway and you know i know it's the point but you know like some <laughs> like some people might find someone like that attractive right but what i did think is what allegra exactly exactly says i thought he has really attractive lips i have to say <laughs> i was like look at you kevin <laughs> good to know so what i think is is so funny is that in so many times in movies you have the convention where they're supposed to be like an unattractive person who is gets into a relationship with an attractive person. And in movies when it's the woman who was supposed to be conventionally unattractive, it really never is someone who's conventionally unattractive. Or like, you know, I'm, sa- I, I'm probably saying that kind of in a mean way, but like it's always some absolute Hollywood stunner who just doesn't have her hair done and has no makeup mm-hmm. on and maybe they put glasses on her. Like it's Drew Barrymore or somebody, you know, or it's like Anne Hathaway with, you know, glasses mm-hmm. on. And in this movie, you know, in, with men, I feel like you have so many more of these comics who are, you know, like, I don't think, th- not that they're unattractive, but they're just not like the GQ guy. Right. If they're not a GQ guy with glasses on, you know, with like a messy hair, mm-hmm. they're a guy who looks like every other guy, like he doesn't look like a celebrity. And so that's kind of a little bit why I was kind of like, I'm not going to like this movie. I'm going to be mad. But I was like, oh, no, I really yes. like this. <laughs> He's great. He's so great. Yeah, so funny. I know. So great. It's true. Totally true. So true. Yes. So we find our friends again. 
for that last part of the movie where everything comes together, but not quite yet. We start out with Casey and Sarah going speed dating. And Hitch remembers that Sarah has said she was going to be there. And so he shows up and just blows the thing up and pushes every guy out of the chair so he can talk to Sarah and try to explain what's happening. And he tries his hardest to explain to her that she's misunderstood that he's a good guy, that he just likes her, and that guys can't say anymore that they like a girl. All the guys at Speed Dating agree with him. But she still feels like she was worked over by a professional. She felt like she was used. She felt like she was a pawn and part of this scheme and that he was running game on her. And he finds out that Vance was her source and he then, Hitch then understands what she has understood. And really makes a, you know, a big speech to her about what he does, who he is, who he isn't, and how he feels about her. And as he leaves, Sarah still wants to be angry. And she says, can you believe that guy? And Casey says, actually, I do. So there, there is something lingering <laughs> there, but nothing is resolved yet. And in the next scene, everyone is just sad. It's just a scene of everybody being sad. <laughs> everyone on their own. Allegra's sad. Albert's sad. Everyone's just sad. Um, I mean, maybe they're not sad. Everyone else is sad. Um, and so Sarah was also feeling sad and apparently had thought about what happened because she goes to find Hitch while he's on a run to apologize because she realized she really did misunderstand. And she learns that um, Hitch doesn't like to get involved past a certain point, like he says. He's still on this uh, Cressida kick from college where he doesn't want to go farther than a certain point. Um, and that point is past, he says. And then kind of coldly walks away. And he still is being very guarded, as, as we've heard through the movie, that he's being guarded and she's being guarded. He's still, um, even after that dramatic uh, showing at the speed dating, still won't let her in. Um, and so Albert comes by to see Hitch after Sarah's gone. Um, heartbroken because everyone's found out who Hitch is, even though it's not who he really is, including Allegra. And so, yes, I guess Albert was sad. He comes by heartbroken and he's lost his Allegra. And he says that Hitch is selling love, but that he doesn't actually believe in it. And all of a sudden, Albert becomes like the date doctor. He becomes the guy preaching. He becomes the guy like being a champion for love. And he calls Hitch a coward. And he goes to get his own girl back. He's going to get Allegra back. But Hitch gets there first. He gets to Allegra first to explain things because he knows he has to right what has been wrong because of his own situation. And what Hitch actually learns is that the things that Allegra loves about Albert are all Albert, not Hitch at all. All the things that Hitch said he shouldn't do were the things that Allegra loves about Albert. And so he he's ready to hand her off um, to Albert and gives her a big hug. Of course, at the moment that Albert arrives at the boat. So how so Albert um, chokes Hitch briefly um, for a moment. Uh, but then Albert and Allegra reunite and profess their love on a boat and probably sail off into the sunset forever, leaving Hitch to finish the job, find his own love, and go to Sarah's apartment. And he is just the most awkward um, 
needing to talk behind <laughs> so a closed awkward. door. Even that he can't handle. But eventually he does profess his actual feelings for her. And in another, one last misunderstanding for the movie, um, chases after her while she's with another man that turns out to be uh, brother-in-law. Um, he has his grand gesture moment where he jumps on top of a moving car to just tell her how much he loves her. And he says, I love you. And they kiss. And the very last scene is Al Allegra and Albert's wedding. And everybody is dancing silly. And we know that means that everyone's fully self-expressed. Everyone's doing the Q-tip. And everyone is love, date doctor and all. Aww. So good. So good. It's so good. It, that, that, end, that end part cracks me up because you guys probably remember Will Smith um, maybe you don't actually, but part of the Fresh Prince was he and Alfonso Rivera have this really funny yeah. dance scene where they're singing to that, you know, Tonto, jump yes. on it, jump on it. And they have that whole thing. And I mean, we embarrassingly did that dance so much. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So good. Great song. Oh my God. So good. Uh, yeah, I, I have to say the the bit on the boat um, is my favorite one because I think that that just summarizes the movie and the intent of the movie so so well is that on the one hand, Hitch explains what he does and it, he really explains it as I create opportunities for these guys to step into their own greatness, right? And then he also realizes that what makes it so great is actually the way that they are really. So his only job is to kind of hype them up so much that they create possibilities to show who they are and i think that that's why this movie to me is so great because it really that's really what it it is all about it's kind of like just helping these people and it happens to be guys to just create opportunities to just live their best lives and just go for it and and not be held back by their own limiting beliefs of what society frankly tells them that they are and 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 that you know and why can't they can't succeed and i just i just love that so much and 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 as every uh, with with every great coach that we see he is coaching everybody else and then gets something for himself right and finally transcend his transcends his own um you know limitations or or whatever whatever they are but i love that boat scene um not to be mentioned that it's one of the most beautiful marinas given that it's it's our own mm. new york city but um yeah it's just i love that scene i love it from beginning to end I love that scene too. And also I have to say, because I did not see that coming at all. Like the brother-in-law, I was like, oh no, oh no, oh no. <laughs> I was so afraid that she was really with somebody else. And I was like, oh no, <laughs> I can't believe it. That's, <laughs> yeah. this is this is not going well. And uh, yeah, so that was really, I don't know, but for a moment I was like, this this whole movie where is this gonna go <laughs> and i was so relieved when when he turns out to be the brother-in-law um so yeah it, i thought it was a great ending overall on so many different levels like closing the chapter with uh, allegra and, and albert but then also like really taking us on that last roller coaster because i really thought that's yeah oh crap um and <laughs> so yeah i thought it was great yeah, yeah, me too. I thought everyone took a great journey. And the other thing that I actually really like about the movie in general is and that I had forgotten about, and I think was one of the reasons I was worried that it wasn't going to hold up, is that 
they make sure that you know that Hitch doesn't hate women. He's not bitter. Mm-hmm. He's definitely heartbroken and he's not really he's not vulnerable, but he's not trying to make the women um he's not trying to fool right. anybody. Like he's not trying to take advantage of women. And like live like you said, he's just trying to set the circumstances up for the men to get out of their mm-hmm. own way. And I thought that was really smart because it could have easily been more like the pickup artist. Mm-hmm. You know, like that old, that horrible book and there's a documentary about it where it's like all about the negging women yeah. and like telling them they, they look, they're unattractive and all this stuff to get them to fall in love with you. And um, they didn't, they went the other way. They were like, no, this is, he's a good guy and he actually doesn't hate women at all. He's just um, a little opportunistic because he kind of sees the chess mm-hmm. pieces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I want to bring up the cherry on top of the finale of the grandmother who chokes on purpose oh. so oh, that his her yeah, grandson totally. actually falls like finds finds uh Casey is that her name mm-hmm. yes I thought that was just yeah. such a sweet ending and it was a definitely a another opportunity created by Hitch with this with this grandma mm-hmm. uh just another just a cherry so on top awesome. not just in the throat that's like Literally. the equivalent of his one last That's job. Right. Exactly. One last job before I retire. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. And the dancing, you guys. Dancing. Just the greatest. Oh awesome finale. So good. Yes. So good. So what do we think on a scale of ghost it to get it? How do we feel about Hitch? I'm get it all the way. I love it. I will watch it again and again. I think it's a great, it's just such a great movie, you know, with all of it. It's just, it's a date that is a little bit over the top, but that's also so authentically over the top, in my opinion. And uh, I love it. I, mm-hmm. I, I just love it. I think it's so great. Well, I agree. For me, it's the never ending date. It's like you go on a date and then you just never come back. <laughs> yeah, you just keep, you keep being on that date. Interesting. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, me too. It's a get it. It's a roller coaster. Um, I really loved it. Again, like it's one of those things where I was like, oh, I don't want to do this. I, oh, I love it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so great. That's awesome. Yeah, this is a total get it for me. Like a date that stands the test of time. You know, someone that's just as good the day you met him as your 15 year anniversary. That's what hitches to me. <laughs> So this movie was a gift for my wife for her birthday. And now it's her turn to, right? It's your turn? Yes, it's my turn. It's her turn to pick our next movie. So Livy, what are we canoodling to next? Okay, we're canoodling to something that I love so much because um i it's just one of those movies that makes me feel so good last time i saw this movie was actually when i was taking care of delilah at barbara and colleen's apartment so you guys there is like a a bridge there and colleen got a notification from i don't know what (laughs) what video provider that said that live rented something's gotta give and that's what we're gonna watch jack nicholson Diane Keaton, the Hamptons, the 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 Aww. just like the wealthy of New York City once again, but um a different a different age. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what we're gonna watch. Oh my god, you guys be ready to talk about those kitchens for <laughs> my goodness. Oh my god. I can't wait. All right, yay. So watch the movie. Amazing. Yes. Watch it, watch Something's it. Get us give. here next week. And that's it. And that's you it. It's a wrap. Yay! See you next week. Canoodle you later. Canoodle. And that's a wrap on this episode of Canoodle. 
Let us know what you thought. Hit us up on Instagram at Canoodle Podcast or at CanoodlePodcast.com. And if you enjoyed this, be sure to give us a review and a rating on iTunes so that more people can find us and canoodle with us. Canoodle you later. Bye.